0: Welcome to Biohacking Her Way, where each week we'll dive deep into the world of biohacking, exploring cutting-edge strategies, expert insights, and practical tips to help you optimize your health, balance your hormones, and unleash your true potential. My name is Abby, and I am your host, so let's dive in. I am so excited to share this with you that I am literally jumping out of my seat right now but I've been keeping a secret up my sleeve and it's time for you to know because the holiday season is here and I know how tempting all those holiday treats can be. And you're probably thinking, no, I'm going to be good this year and I'm not going to indulge as much, or you're going to end up overindulging and feeling guilty about it. But I have your holiday BFF where you get to have the best of both worlds where there were no more skipping desserts or avoiding that tempting cocktail because I have created the indulge guilt-free the ultimate holiday survival guide and it's going to be your secret weapon to conquering the festivities like a pro while keeping those festive spirits high what you can expect to find in this guide is helpful tips and strategies to make sure that you're enjoying the holidays without feeling guilty You'll get my three-step secret on how you can enjoy the holidays and all the treats that have come with it without putting on that extra weight, feeling you're most confident in all of the outfits that you plan to wear without having to worry about it. is that gonna button back up. 15 recipes from appetizers, main dishes, side dishes, desserts, and cocktails that are all gluten-free and can be made dairy-free, and non-alcoholic. There's over 40 pages in this PDF, guys, that will leave you saying, holy shit, I cannot believe it's only $7. That's right. Literally only $7. I wanted to make this as affordable as possible so you can enjoy the holiday spirit and holiday treats without having that guilt and go into 2024 feeling like the healthiest and most confident version of yourself. So, I got that linked below for you, so make sure you check it out. Now let's get into today's episode. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Biohacking Her Way. Today, I'm going to tell you how I lost 12 pounds and 50 days. I'm spilling all the tea. This is a long overdue episode because this happened literally from July to September, and now we are in November, so let's get into it. You're going to want to bring out your pen and paper, your notes app on your phone, wherever you take your notes, because I am not gatekeeping here. Most people on social media nowadays, especially, will just try and sell you the solution, but I'm giving it to you free 99, baby, okay? We don't gatekeep around here. I'm also going to be telling you the why I decided to lose the weight as well, um, because I think that's an important process is in the whole journey of weight loss. And learning to be comfortable and loving your body because you should love your body no matter what, even if you're not the exact weight that you wish you were. So let's continue down the why factor that I lost the weight before I tell you how to lose the weight. Don't worry, this isn't going to be a long episode. I'm going to keep this short, sweet, to the point. I know other people also like to kind of dance around the table before they kind of give you all the goods and the juice. That's not who I am. As you all know, I'm a very direct person. If you're new here, welcome. Welcome. You're in for a treat. So let's talk about the why I decided I wanted to lose the weight. When I got off birth control, about almost two years ago now, I started to gradually put on weight. And I could not figure out for the life of me why I was putting on weight. And sometimes when people get off birth control, right, like this can be a sign of PCOS. I am not one to go to the doctor and diagnose myself. I'm very much of a self-diagnosis with all the you know, research, all the certifications I've gone through, all the learning that I've gone through. I pretty much figured it out myself. I don't recommend this for you. If you're noticing any symptoms, definitely go to a doctor, or get it checked out. If you feel the need to always listen to your gut, know what's best. But for me, that's personally not what I do. So I kind of could tell that I was having some of these similar symptoms. So with my weight gain what that process looked like for me. Sometimes when people get off birth control and all the symptoms come out, they gain it like that. They gain it back really, really fast. For me, it was a slow, gradual process of gaining the weight. I first started breaking out first. That's a whole nother story that we can talk about another day. But I knew I was having some kind of hormonal imbalance. So for the, the I had a journey that I was on of losing this weight, and I was starting to really lose the weight. About six months into that process of getting up with control and I put on the weight because it started to come on like six months afterwards. I started to notice it a lot. I was like, what the fuck is happening? So at that six month mark, which I guess would be, I don't know what, like the beginning of this year, I started to gradually lose the weight. I started to notice the difference in my body. But by the time I got to summer, I was like, I am going to do a challenge for myself, Because I'm so close to losing that last little weight that I want. And granted, I mean, 12 pounds sounds like a lot. But at the end of the day, 12 pounds really isn't. It isn't isn't that much, right? Depends on your body type. For me, it really didn't look like that big of a difference when it came to 12 pounds. It was enough of a difference that I could feel it. But your everyday person who's seeing me here and there probably wouldn't notice it. They probably notice that my face looks a little slimmer. Because I typically hold the weight in my face more than anywhere and my thighs now I hold a lot of weight my lower stomach but for once again like the average person who's seeing me clothed all the time they're not going to notice it as much so because the way that I would dress the way that I would dress for my body and the way that I would dress that would make me feel confident as well so a lot of the time people just didn't notice that how much weight I actually gained I ended up putting on about 25 pounds when I got off birth control, which it felt like college all over again. If you've not listened to the 80-20 lifestyle episode, I'm pretty sure I talk about it in there, um, of kind of like my journey of, that I've been on over a decade now of my wellness journey and kind of the process of that. That's always a really good episode to listen to. But it felt like I just got out of, I was after my freshman year of college, again, I just put on 25 pounds. But the thing that was different was freshman year in college after I got out, after freshman year. The entire freshman year, I'm eating like shit. I'm just eating what I can. I'm eating what's accessible to me. You know, the food halls at colleges are just full of preservatives and shit, anyways. And I was drinking a lot and a lot of sugary drinks as well. And so I just put on the weight. This time, what was different, what was most frustrating, was I was eating the healthiest I've ever eaten. I am doing all these workouts that I know have worked before because I've seen the results and I didn't change a single fucking thing yet. I was putting on this weight. So from about the time I started to lose the weight in February, kind of January is when the process kind of started of the weight kind of slowly dwindling off. But I started to actually start to see real results in February until around like May, June time. And I was like, holy shit, like, I was still keeping some of the weight on because I was gaining muscle, but I was losing fat percentage. So at the end of the day, your body weight doesn't necessarily matter. It comes down also to the amount of fat that your body is holding. And for women, you don't need a super low fat percentage either, right? Like if you're in that 10 to 15 kind of range, that isn't necessarily what quote unquote would be the healthiest for you if you're in your most fertile years. So I was starting, I was kind of ranging around like, a 20 to 22%. So I was like, okay, my my body fat percentage is going down. That's a great sign. The weight's kind of slowly coming down, but I feel like I can do better. So, we had Bernie Man coming up. And if you've not listened to that Bernie Man episode, that's where you can go kind of learn all about Bernie Man. It's just this utopia in the middle of nowhere in Nevada for an entire week. You're just Basically, naked if you want. You dress however you want. There's really no rules when it comes to dressing. People walk around naked, people walk around fully clothed. It's whatever you want. But I was also getting married. So, as anyone knows, you want to feel your most beautiful quote unquote on your wedding day. And that doesn't necessarily mean weight loss for me. I just knew that I want to, the whole point behind kind of creating this challenge that I'm going to tell you about that I did for myself. It was more about really taking care of my health before I went to Burning Man for a week where you're up all night and you kind of sleep during the day, but you're not getting as much sleep and it's just a really fun time. And I, and it's in extreme weather conditions as well. So I knew my body was going to be putting, putting through it. So I didn't necessarily start the challenge that I did to lose the weight. I started it because, like I said, one, I was already starting to see a lot of progress and I was kind of getting close to where back to like where I wanted to be, where I kind of held the standard to myself of being, and also just really capitalizing on my health, really make sure I took care of myself ahead of time instead of trying to, you know, take care of myself a lot during the week and kind of make up for it when I get back because I don't think that's healthy at all. So I kind of did this health challenge in regards of We're going to make sure our body is in pristine condition. So when we go out there, we come back. Our body recovers very nicely. So that was kind of the reasoning behind starting the challenge and kind of the reasoning behind the losing the weight, which losing the weight, once again, was not the main focus. The number one thing I did learn on this process of putting on weight that I really didn't have control over due to my hormonal imbalance and high cortisol and high blood sugar, and just not understanding the full principles of all of that, and why my body was storing fat in the way that it was, was a, I learned how to love myself through every single phase of life. Because I have been through phases where I was you know, 25 pounds heavier after freshman year of college, and did not feel great about myself, did not love myself, did not feel confident about myself, to being really skinny, really fit, really in shape, having like no butt, and not fully loving myself there either. So I went through all these different phases of like what your quote unquote like healthy body would look like, and I still didn't love myself or feel confident in it. So through the process of putting on this weight after getting up birth control, at first it was hard. But I really learned how to like honor myself and my body as like stepping into being a woman as well. Because when we step into womanhood around the age of 25, you start to kind of go through what is called like a second puberty. And this is just when your hormones start to change again, um, you know, at the age of 25 as well. Like your collagen production lowers, you know, the brain's fully developed at the age of 25. Like there's all these different factors that come in once you kind of turn the age 25. That's why like you feel like in your late 20s, and getting into thirties, you look at bread now and your body just does cannot, is the metabolism is not as fast as it once was. And that is because things start to change when you turn 25, but it doesn't have to be the case. And so everything that I'm gonna be telling you here is can absolutely work, even if you're not trying to lose weight, but to support yourself and to feel the most confident version of yourself while also becoming the most healthiest version of yourself. I also call this what the quote unquote, like, you, you probably heard in the opening show notes from that, that holiday survival guide. I call this my cheat sheet to eating whatever the fuck I want without having to worry about putting on the extra pounds because I have found the hacks to doing that. Now in the challenge, I didn't go and do some of the things that I do now, which I will talk about, but I'm going to first tell you about what the challenge is was, and then I'm going to tell you about what are some of the other factors, the three main factors that actually are what helped me lose the weight. So, the challenge was, I was in doing this, uh, in my gym, they had a 30-day summer challenge anyways. You work out for 30 days, you get a t-shirt, you were part of the challenge, whatever. Well, I actually came in first place, I was the first person in my gym to hit 30 classes Um, within that 30-day time period, which was really exciting. And I didn't know until like the last week that I was in first place. And I was like, holy shit, I just gotta keep coming every single day. So, and I'm gonna hit it. So what I did during that 30 days, and it was 45 days out from Burning Man that I started this challenge. During this challenge, I gave myself a no fast food, a no alcohol, and focusing on my blood sugar, daily movement, meaning I would go to my gym or I would do, you know, focusing on eight to ten k steps a day, and you know, good quality sleep. Like a, that was a big factor for me as well. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but I'm pretty sure that was all. And no, like I originally said, no sweets, but I broke that one the first week, and then I was like, no, I, I want to have like my sweets, and it doesn't mean like I need to have it every single night. Like I was, I found like the healthier solutions, but the biggest things were daily movement, focusing on blood sugar hitting my protein. I had to hit my protein goal. That was the other one. Um, and fuck, what was it? What was did I just say the other one? Just was, oh, no fast food. That's what it was. And no alcohol. Right? So as soon as you cut out alcohol from your diet, even if it's for 30 to 60 days, you're going to notice a huge difference in your body. Now this is not part of any of the reason why I necessarily lost the weight because I now I'm, once again, I'm drinking again and nothing has really changed. So alcohol does cause more inflammation in the body. So if you are drinking alcohol, it's always best to choose other options um, that aren't like sugary drinks, like a tequila soda, champagne's fine. Um, Nothing that is like Like if you have like a poppy, for instance, like a Doc Pop, or they just came out with a cranberry one, which I'm like, oh my gosh, a cranberry poppy with a little champagne, some pomegranates. I know it's cranberry flavor, but hear me out. Pomegranates and a little rosemary. Talk about a holly jolly merry Christmas kind of cocktail that's also somewhat not unhealthy. Right? Like not that alcohol is the healthiest factor in the world. But um, that's like a, a super healthy holiday cocktail option versus... Cranberry juice, simple syrup, champagne, and whatever else other sugary shit like that. That's not just not gonna be the ideal factor, right? So, the three main things that I focused on during this forty five day challenge was blood sugar. I told you what I cut out, but the three, three main things I was focusing on was my blood sugar, my protein intake, and daily movement. Okay. So these are your three main things when it, came, when it came to my weight loss journey and to what I'm still focusing on this day. So what does that even mean? So what that means is that I'm doing, I'm at least going to my gym four to five days a week. I'm going there to get a good workout. And then usually I'll focus on getting an eight to 10K steps a day as well on top of that. I know that sounds like a lot, but I promise you if you just go for a 10 minute walk after every meal Or if you work from home, get like a walking treadmill or whatever. You don't even have to do that. Let let, let me cut that out. You do not have to even get a walking treadmill. Just go for a walk after dinner. Get up throughout the day and just move for a little bit. You will easily hit at least 8K steps a day. You can hit 8K steps a day by as long as you're not sitting on the couch all day watching Netflix or Hulu or whatever it is that you're watching you can easily hit 8K steps. Even if you sit at a desk and you're working, if you get up, go to the bathroom, if you get up, go to lunch, if you get up to go to a coworker's desk, if you, you know, get up to walk to, you go walk to your car back and forth or like going into the office, leaving the office, come home, work around, move around your house, you're basically getting an 8K steps a day. You maybe have to go for a 20-minute walk. But if you go for a 20-minute walk at the end of the day or first thing in the morning, easy enough, you'll hit 8K steps, Right? Because what's happening when you're walking, and this is why I say daily movement, and your daily movement for 30 days or for the next 60 days could only be walking, focusing on 8 to 10K steps, and you're going to notice fat shed from your body like that so quickly because it's draining your lymph system as well, and that is why hot girl walks became so popular. You could do the bare minimum, live an 80-20 lifestyle, 80% whole foods, healthy, healthy, that's the main ingredient, 20%, whatever the fuck you want. And just walking, you will get into the hottest shape of your life. I swear to God. So that's why daily movement is going to be your, one of the main pillars of this, of of weight loss journey and how I lost 12 pounds. I'm sorry. Yes, 12 pounds in 50 days. The next factor was the protein, right? So your protein goal should be one gram of protein, per the body weight that you are at or desire to be at. So for in this instance, I wanted to be in the range of 130 to 135. Like that's kind of a healthy body weight for me. That's with my mus- with muscle definition, all these different things. I'm not trying to be super, super skinny. I want some muscle. I like the kind of like the little thick, juicy booty look. So I need to be about 100 to 135 pounds. So what I would focus on is eating a gram of protein, hundred to 135 grams of protein per day. I just posted a video. If you're like Abby, I have no idea how to get that much protein into my diet. I feel like that is like so hard to do. I have tried, struggled so much with getting protein into my diet. Go to my Instagram right now. My Instagram is Abby born, A-B-B-E-Y, Mewbourne. A B B E Y M E W B O U R N E. I just posted a video this last week of how I get 75 grams of protein into my body before 9:30 a.m. The ways that I did it you 're going to be so shocked and be like, "Wow, that is actually so easy it 's laid out right there for you and it 's so easy because then all I have to do is focus on getting twenty to thirty grams in the next couple my lunch and my dinner, which is very easy if you 're having like a protein like a meat with your deal with your meal it 's not that hard it 's all about the hidden protein and the reason why you want protein and the protein is key to fat loss is because protein is what helps build muscle when you build muscle muscle burns fat faster muscle also weighs more than fat so let's say that you're noticing the scale go up don't be discouraged because once again remember when i was saying that body fat percentage is a more important number than the number on the scale this is what's going to help your body fat percentage go down so while you may weigh a few to five pounds more you're going to look leaner and more defined and your clothes are going to fit better, if not fit bigger than what they did before. So protein is a vital part. Protein is also key when it comes to balancing your hormones and balancing your blood sugar. Protein keeps you full throughout the day. So instead of reaching for that chocolate bar, those chips, or all those really high preservative foods or processed foods that are keeping your body inflamed and sick anyways... You're not going to want those because of that protein that's in your body. It's that simple, okay? So step one is daily movement, focusing on at least 8 to 10K steps a day. Step two is your protein intake, aiming for that one gram of protein per body weight that you desire to be at or are currently at. Maybe you don't even want to lose weight. You're like, how do I just put on more muscle? How do I become a muscle mommy? How do I get that dumpy truck? How do I get that big booty juicy? All naturally, right? pro teen is going to be your best friend in that scenario okay and so the last thing that you're going to be focusing on that I focused on during that 45 day challenge was balancing my blood sugar so what does this mean balancing your blood sugar balancing your blood sugar is so vital because if you do not your glucose levels are going to spike and when your glucose levels spike too much, now your body is producing too much insulin and it when it overproduces insulin and it has nowhere for it to go. So it comes st- into being stored fat in your body, typically around your waist and your tummy area. So if you're like, I have this stubborn tummy weight, like I feel like I have love handles, like why the fuck is this happening? I'm eating healthy, I'm doing this movement. It's probably because you have high cortisol, your blood sugar is out of whack. So, Start balancing your blood sugar. And if you're still having issues and it's your cortisol, and that's another conversation for another day. So how do you balance your blood sugar? It's super simple. This is my, my, one of my hacks, eating whatever the fuck I want and be, not having to worry about putting on that extra weight. Especially with holiday season coming around, you're going to want to hit that save button on this episode, write this down, whatever it is, because this is about to be your best friend to not putting on weight, Okay. Balancing your blood sugar is as simple as eating a fiber first. You want to eat your foods in order, fiber being the first. No, fruit is not a fiber. Fruit is no longer a fiber because of the way it's been processed and genetically modified. Even if it, like, let's say you're growing in the backyard, right? Like, no one, you didn't buy this from the store. You grew it in the backyard. You grew it yourself. The soil is so different nowadays that the fruit is no longer high in fiber. It's high in sugar. So fruit is now considered a sugar, and that's why you should have fruit at the end of the meal, not the beginning. So fruit is not a fiber. A fiber would be like a carrot, a vegetable, maybe a salad, um, anything like that, right? Like a veggie. Think of like a veggie starter. You could even have a shot of apple cider vinegar diluted in water so it does not fuck up the enamel in your teeth or burn your insides. And you can have that to kind of help balance out the blood sugar as well and then have the fiber not necessary that part's totally optional so have your fiber first next we're going to focus on that protein intake right remember we're going to eat our protein so we stay full longer and our body can feel happier and puts on more muscle and loses the fat so we look leaner and we feel stronger okay so protein second fats are third so i know what you're probably thinking i i'm but i've always been told i'm supposed to have a low fat diet fuck your low fat diet. Like I'm sorry to be so real, but fat does not make you fat. Right. So when I say have your fat, I'm not saying load up on the cheese. Now, granted, I love cheese just as much as the next person. But ideally, if you're going to have cheese, obviously pair with your meat, then that's, you know, you're doing some justice there. But when I say fat, I mean like olive oil, avocados, You know, nuts, like things like that that are full of healthy fats. Because healthy fats are so vital for your brain. It's really, really important for your brain health as well. Thinking clearly, your cognitive health, all these different things. So have your fats after your protein. If you don't have fats in the meal, that's okay. I would recommend having at least one meal a day where you do have a a nice serving of healthy fats. Like I usually try to do it in the morning for myself with uh, my eggs. I'll do avocado. Avocado. And then that's going to be my healthy fat for the day. And I, I do eat cheese. Like I'm not saying no to cheese or anything like that. You know, butter is a good fat if you have really good butter, not that mar- margin, margin whatever. Oh my God, I can't believe it's not butter. Not that shit. Not the fake butter. I mean like real good butter, like raw butter, for instance, is going to be considered a really healthy fat. Raw milk, raw cream. These are healthy fats and they have proteins. I know for all of you people who are like, oh, not the raw stuff, not the raw stuff. To each their own, right? Like if you don't want to have the raw stuff, don't have the raw stuff. Take what resonates, leave what doesn't. That's what I typically would include for my healthy fat as well. Next, you're going to have your carbs. So this is like your sweet potatoes, your breads, your crackers if you're at your cookery board. All those different things. And then last, you're going to have your sugars. That's going to be your fruit, your candy, chocolate, cakes, all the really yummy stuff that you're going to have at the holidays anyways or at the end of the meal. The reason why this balances your blood sugar and does not cause crazy glucose spikes is because think of your body like a sink. If you're eating it, let's say you eat it backwards, sugar carbs, like you have a sugary cocktail and then you have bread and then you have your protein and you have a salad or whatever else, your body... It's like when your hair gets in the drain and your, your sink gets clogged. It's taken fucking forever to drain. You're like, what is going on here? It's just backed up. It can't go anywhere. It's going as fast as it can. That's what's happening with your digestive system in your body that's causing this crazy glucose spikes. When you eat your foods in order of fiber, protein, fats, carbs, sugars, your body is able to digest the food easier. So you know that bloating... You have after your meals or like that holiday, Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner with your families on the streets and you're worried about what outfit you can wear. If your jeans will rebutton after the meal or if you have to unbutton them after the meal, that won't happen when you eat your food in order because your body is digesting it easier. So those are the three main factors I did to lose 12 pounds and 50 days. And that has allowed me to keep the weight off even to this day and not add on the weight. And actually, now I have a body fat percentage of 17.6%. I actually just checked it yesterday morning. So that's like the most updated accurate. And like that's a, ra- a 17% is about the range that I want to be in. Anywhere from like 16 to 19% is about like my happy range. 17% is like, we're spot on, girlfriend. You're doing great. Keep doing what you're doing. And guess what? I'm having a glass of wine while I record this podcast. I, I well, granted, it was Ninja Creamy protein I cream last night. So bad example. But yesterday morning, I had chocolate-shaped pancakes with eggs. And I had my greens before. I had uh, P. Terry's, which is like uh, Texas's version of like, uh In and out of McDonald's or whatever. It's like a nice, it's like a, I wouldn't say nice, it's like a fast food burger place that's really good. I had that recently. Last weekend, my parents were in town. We drank a decent amount and I had like pizza and queso and like things that like I wouldn't normally eat on a day to day basis because it's not exactly what's gonna like serve my body the highest level. Like my 20% is a very hard 20% and I really take care of my 80% too of my 80 20 living. And so these are the three factors that you're going to be focusing on this holiday season. And as you heard in that opening show notes, I do have that Indulge Guilt Free, the ultimate holiday survival guide for you guys. It's literally only $7. It's $7. It goes even more in depth of what I just talked about here in those three steps. And it's giving you over it's giving you 15 recipes, three appetizers, three sides, three meal three main meals three desserts three cocktails everything can be modified as well to be gluten-free dairy-free and non-alcoholic everything actually on the menu is gluten-free I want to point that out everything on that menu is gluten-free but everything else can be made dairy-free or non-alcoholic I offer the alternatives in those recipes as well and these are recipes that I use I love and are freaking delicious that every time I make them people are like holy shit can I have that recipe so you're going to make your crowd go, wow, and they're so easy to make. Like it's not, I'm the queen of making like really yummy, healthy food taste unhealthy. My husband cannot believe, he's like, I feel like I'm I'm married a gourmet chef. I'm literally not. I just, that's a hobby of mine. I love cooking. I just made bread for the first time. It's currently sitting in the fridge. I think I'm going to try and bake it today. I'll keep you updated on that recipe. I'll, if it's any good, I'll post it either on TikTok or Instagram, both of those um, usernames are Abby Mewborn, A-B-B-E-Y-M-E-W-B-O-U-R-N-E. But guys, it does not have to be that complicated to losing weight. It does not have to feel super stressful. It does not have to feel like, oh my God, is this ever going to happen? Oh my gosh, I can't even look at the the yummy treats that are on the table right now because I'm just going to put on the weight. It doesn't have to feel like that. And that's why when I found the secret sauce, I was like, I'm not gatekeeping that. That is just not happening because everyone deserves to know that they are allowed to indulge guilt-free without worrying about putting on the weight, without worrying about bloating, without worrying about, are they going to feel confident in the outfit they're wearing? And that's going to hold them back from having a good time, whether it's the holiday season or not. You're just having a good time with your friends, with your partner, with your family, whoever it is. So do yourself a favor. Follow these three steps. And if you're feeling frisky, buy the guide. Like I said, it's $7. I try to make it super, super affordable this holiday season so you don't have an excuse as to why you can't feel the best, especially if you start implementing these three strategies that I just told you right here, right now. You start implementing that today. By the time that 2024 is here, New Year's Eve is here, and you're trying to put on that sexy outfit, something that makes you feel confident, and you're questioning why did you wait, if you start today, you won't have to have that. If you start today, you're going to go into 2024 feeling like the best, most healthiest, most confident version of yourself, and it's literally that simple. It does not have to be difficult. It does not have to be you dieting and spending hours and hours in a gym or just doing these yo-yo of like giving something a try and trying this diet and trying that detox and trying this expensive biohacking tool or going to this, you know, trying spending all this money on this supplement and that supplement and going to this coach and that coach and blah, blah, blah. blah. I've done all that stuff. Learn from me and all the mistakes that I've made and all the money that has gone to waste. Over the last, over a decade at this point, what I want it, like 12 years I'm at. 12 years, guys. And in 12 years, this is the secret sauce. I would not tell you that if I didn't believe that was actually true. I'd be like, uh, maybe. If you've listened to my some of my other episodes, you've heard where I'm kind of like in a thought loop of like, uh, maybe. This is kind of just like my thoughts coming out. You guys let me know what you think. But this is the episode where I'm giving you this... The step by step guide that i 've never been so more confident in, so do yourself a favor you 'll thank yourself later and just give these things a try, even if you start with one that 's all that matters because that means you 're making the right step in the right direction. That is all I have for you guys. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. We have some really great guests coming up on the podcast over the next few weeks. So if you are not subscribed to this podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that like button so you get notified when the new episode is live every single Tuesday. And if you enjoy this episode, make sure to share it with someone you know, someone you love, and make sure to share it to your social media and tag me so I can give you a huge thank you. And if you're feeling the extra love this season, maybe even leave a little five star. I, I would greatly appreciate it because... Without you sharing this message, without you voting on the podcast, rating the podcast, whatever it is, I could not continue to spread the awareness and this information. And let's not gatekeep together. Let's share this with the world because every woman deserves to feel like the healthiest, most confident version of herself. All right. I love you guys. See you next time.